Hey, listen, how good is it to have the boys back on the box? Hello, Brisbane. says Brisbane crowds are consistently the league's biggest. North Korea launching an intermediate-range missile over Brisbane's new bike hire scheme. What am I going to see in Paris that I can't see in Nashville? Like, at what point is a high hill? At what point is it South Brisbane or South Bank? You will find the location of where the treasure of Brisbane is hidden, mate. When I arrived, they advised I needed some 4X. Hello, and welcome back to Unpacking Brisbane. We are finally back, Henry. Episode 101, the Brisbane election special. And it does feel like episode 100 was only yesterday because for us, it kind of was. Joe Dwyer, <laughs> friend, That's me. brother, That's me. supplier of napkins to fast food That's restaurants. Me. Let me ask you a question that has been asked by many philosophers over time. How good is it to have the boys back on oh, the box. Oh, it's really good to be back in the box, Henry. You know, after a massive night for our 100th episode celebrations, <laughs> we're only regaining consciousness now. Now, now oh, Biden's been elected. Like, who saw that coming? I mean, can I, can I say this? I haven't looked at any NRL news. I assume the Broncos are still 15th on yeah, the ladder. And because Payne Haas is a lone committed <laughs> member of the side. They haven't checked the news. Do you... Do you know what the beacon of light is in what is a pretty dreadful Broncos season? Payne Haas, loyal, <laughs> patient, and hates money. And his commitment to the ah! jersey. It's <laughs> money. The, guys, the guy, he's allergic to the shit. They tried to give him more money. They're like, Payne, we've got money hanging around. Take the money. And he goes, mate, they didn't name me after French bread for nothing. Absolutely. I don't want your money. Absolutely. Uh, anyway. Time to uh, take no, a sip of um, Powerade and, and, and look you, at the news. <laughs> What's this? Absolutely love to it. What the <laughs> damn heck? Oh. I will say, Joe, Joe was very gracious because a lot of un-Pakistanis out there say, gee whiz, why has there been two months between the 100th and the 100th and first episode? Now, Joe diplomatically blamed it on tech issues. That's a pretty interesting way to say we drank all the beer and just woke up somewhere in a gutter in Springfield. Yeah, uh, I woke up in Hotel Gloria with, with a screaming nun in my room and 40 diplomats waiting outside with notepads. I don't know what's going I, on. I, I, honestly, I, don't, I don't know what's going I, on. Seriously, I, I just woke up. And the weird thing is everyone's been telling me, no, no, Joe, you've been awake for the last... Seven weeks, you've been mm. going to work, going to uni, doing normal stuff. I've got no memory. I, I, think, <laughs> I think we've both been in a Walter White-esque fugue state from season two, uh, re-watching the show at the moment. Bloody brilliant. <laughs> it's funny you bring it up because I'm currently watching uh, Better Call Saul, ah. which some, some conspiracy theorists on the internet think is in the same universe as Breaking Bad. No, no, some, two clearly some, unrelated shows. <laughs> some it's, zany it's people in the, the YouTube comments reckon they're it's connected. It's not all the MCU, okay? Not everything has to be connected. Oh, Better call Saul okay, and AMC can be what? different. I'm sorry that all you can draw entertainment from is you only have the intelligence to like the Avengers <laughs> and Doctor Strange, but I'm fully capable of liking two completely unconnected dramatic series. Yeah, yeah, they're both made by AMC, you know? That's maybe the one connection. Sorry, Mark. 
Oh, let's just say we needed to pop down to Office Works to get a SIM card reader for our bloody livers because <laughs> yeah. we drank so much at the 100th episode. Honestly, if I'd walked um, to Office right. Works, well, we're back. If I'd walked to Office Works Sydney to get the SIM card reader, I still think the show would have been back up sooner. <laughs> <laughs> One of the great delays. Leave them wanting more, yeah. mate. Leave them wanting more. Like, um, it's like when Matt Hayden scored a double hundred and got the 100 and then it often takes a long time to get like they get nervous again yeah, in the 100s very trash, i'm not talking about any specific century and i and i've actually made this one up but i'm sure yeah, it did happen at some point throughout the I'm, man's I'm career sure when he wasn't writing bloody cookbooks I'm sure you reset a bit yeah when he wasn't that man's obsession with mango on the barbecue it's oh. <laughs> any any chance of some cricket, Matt? Or or do you want to maybe um do you want to maybe mix prawns and rice again? <laughs> What's your recipe? Oh, sausage on the barbie, great. Do you put anything on it? No. Well, not yeah, really. Because these, re- these recipes would definitely be as popular if you weren't one of the world's <laughs> best cricketers. Uh, Henry, today we are talking about the recent federal election. I want to say at the outset, we're not a politics podcast. We're not a political analysis podcast. We're a Brisbane podcast, so we're just going to be talking uh, partly. I mean, I want to talk about the actual experience of the election in Brisbane. You know, my my crusade against the democracy sausage, what we saw at some of the ballot boxes. Um, I know in my electorate, everyone came up to me and said, you know, why aren't you the candidate? You'd be MP in a landslide. And, and I had to be like, no, no, not not this year. Um I crossed out every name on the, wrote, on the ballot yeah, and wrote in Joe Dwyer. Candidates, yeah. I think Joe Dwyer and Henry Bretts as one MP uh, obviously would have swept Brisbane, but not to be. We'll share a seat. <laughs> because people say that. They're like, well, you can't have two people running for the same seat. And we're like, um, I don't know, heard of my lap. <laughs> heard, of sitting, heard of sitting on your best mate's Parliament lap. is like, and obviously we've made the chamber more accessible. Other people with disabilities. <laughs> no, no, no. But there's two podcast hosts who want a shared seat. Imagine how funny that would look on TV during question time. It's just like, and uh, the members for Griffith, and it's just you and I sitting on each other's lap. It's like, um, nowhere in the constitution does it say you can't sit on another MP's lap. There's nothing there. So we can have as many. If we could get a th- we might start a doggy pile and have, have another, another person. It's really, how strong is the thigh at the bottom of the, uh, the lap? That's all I care about. If at, the moment, if at the moment of the election, one of the candidates yells, doggy pile, then anyone who gets on it is actually... Is going to camp. It's like, and uh, that is how, it's it like how anyone in Parliament House, uh, House can yell musical chairs, and you all have to run around and swap chairs. That's and, the same and, thing. And if you're sat, and then you're in that the party benches or not in your party, yeah, that's where you are. We should say as well, mate, before we dive into politics, yeah. in in a slight bit of housekeeping. Obviously, very excited to be starting our second batch of 100 yeah. episodes. We like to think of them. We like to think of the narrative arc being in 100 episode installments. Yeah. So, so the Remy meticulous planning much- of the first 100 episodes <laughs> now complete reset. Go again. Reset, go again. This is like uh, we're now going into phase two of yeah. the of the Marvel universe. So I, I believe this is. Thor, the Dark World. Yeah, yes. Something I don't know like enough. That. So we're excited. We should point out as well, obviously, Unpakistanis can't see what's happening right now. But Joe, we are now recording oh. from... You're, you're obviously recording from the heart of the progressive yeah. movement in Australia. Yeah, being Brisbane, me, me and Jin. But I am recording from yet another studio. And let me say this. This is the sixth place I've lived in since we started this podcast. That is six moves in just over two years that is a lot of moving 
you know, they talk about a housing crisis and people struggling to find properties to rent. In a way, you've bucked that trend by proving how easy it is to rent multiple properties. Now, admittedly, the fact you're leaving these properties doesn't help the case. But but there's many faces to the rental crisis. There's the battlers struggling to get into a property. And then there's Henry Bretts, who just wants to sample a bit of everything. You know, if you townhouse, look, apartment, if you look, house, yeah. you know, just a bit of everything. That's it. If I, I treat I treat housing like a yum char, yeah, where you order a, order a whole lot for the table, and no one likes doing it hungover. Yeah, I treat housing like a yum char when it's not a great option for a hungover breakfast. That's that's Despite how I what treat, certain friends of ours will I say. Treat housing like I treat housing like a delicious dinner on a Thursday, absolutely, <laughs> oh, but definitely yeah, not yeah, a Sunday yeah. hungover breakfast. Saturday lunch, yeah, okay, if it kicks on to something. Oh. We haven't actually named this studio, so I'm in a. I'm it? on floor. Well, I'm on floor 17 of a oh. building called Metro Keys, that, which that, is an original name for an apartment. Easily the highest you ever lived. Highest of ever some lived. Distance, and actually. it it'd be interesting. It, probably not the highest above sea level because of the Pong Street Studios. How how high above sea level would that be? Oh like, yeah, West Townsville's yeah. still That's flat true. with the definitely ocean. Definitely much yeah. higher. I mean, my, I'll, my, I'll tell my you my this. Residence now. Up on the hill in Paddington, easily the highest. That's the highest you've ever lived. I, sure. I struggle to breathe because uh, of the oxygen density at times on Inogra Terrace. I've seen you with uh, you've got this huge Bane yeah, mask yeah, yeah, yeah. on at the moment, but I'm breathing not, I'm oxygen not, in, like like your Top Gun Maverick. <laughs> I I did live a bit high when I did that short stint renting at the top of the Tower of Terror. Yeah. Yeah, that, that didn't last. That was, all the, that's probably the highest. The I've lack ever of a bathroom, like not great, but there seemed to be a cultural acceptance of shitting yourself. You know, people are like, mm. oh, it's a very scary tower. That's perfectly understandable. So, you know, really dedicated cleanup crew. Yeah. <laughs> very dedicated cleanup crew, the people are clean. And shout out to the, the cleaners of the Tower of Terror because not there's a lot of non terror cleaning companies Absolutely. out there, but these guys aren't one of them. But yeah, so it's, it's, it's a building. It's just. Uh, your classic kind of run-of-the-mill unit. We'll, we'll probably brainstorm some sort of name yeah. for it. But the, but the most important thing is everyone knows maybe our most iconic studios, the Caxton yeah. Street Studios, where we could look out the window of the studios and see Suncorp Stadium, Lang Park. I am now able to see from my new balcony, Queensland oh, Country Bank Stadium, home of the Cowboys. Wonderful. So out of the three current... Queensland NRL teams, I have lived in homes where I can see the home ground stadium of two of them. So all, all I need to do is go and live at the Gold Coast where I can see, what is it, Skill Stadium? And I don't want to, I don't want to live near fucking Skill I think, I think Stadium. I think it's bus Super Stadium still. Which is oh, even Jesus now, now, And also, have you driven past it before? Oh, Seabus yeah. Super Stadium. <laughs> yeah, fair if few times. I reckon if you're living within uh, visual... Of Seabus Super, it's not a great place to live. I like the Gold Coast, but that pocket of Rabina in from the coast is is not where you want to be. I think you're sleeping at the train yeah, station absolutely. if you can see the sea, the Seabus Super Stadium or Skills Stadium, what's, or whatever what's it is Stadium? at any given point. You keep saying that is Skills. That's, isn't it's that never been what it's called? It's Seabus Super Stadium. I've well, maybe Skills Stadium's the AFL. That's Metricon. It was definitely called Skill Stadium. Was it? There was a time where the Gold Coast had a stadium called Skill Stadium. As in like skill, as in like something you possess. I'm, I'm searching it. I don't know. Because you kept it. Yeah, have a look. 
Do fact check me on this, but I'm pretty, uh, I'm pretty certain it is. I think it was the prior name to Seabus. Oh, Stadium. I think you might be right. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty confident of this because I went to a Wallabies game there. Skill Stadium. Yeah, it was a really, it was like not as bad as Marvel no, Stadium, no, but not. still, still an absolute turd of a name for a stadium. Yeah. In my humble Catholic opinion, Joe. Oh, sk- it's also weirdly enough skilled as in past tense. As in the that it was skilled and they yeah, lost yeah, it because yeah. they came to the Gold Coast. Yeah, yeah. That's, there that you is, go. That's, that's well, good memory hen. Because I think it's well. Good luck to Payne Haas and his brother been, at, at the Titans. It's been Seabus Super Stadium since 2014. Yeah, you, no, you, no, I, yeah. I know. This was when I was at oh, school. Well uh, all right, let's get into a bit of election gear, shall we? Well, it's a city on a river, and don't you ever forget it, kid. And how fitting that the button I press to trigger that sound is green. That's that's oh. the message of the election in Brisbane. Now, we're not a politically affiliated podcast. No. We both voted for Pauline Hanson. Like, that's, that's fine. That's fine. <laughs> like, you know. Now, I will say this about the United Australia Party billboards. They really... Got persuasive by yeah, the end yeah, there. Those UAP billboards really had an impact. My favourite part about the UAP thing, just quickly, is that the proposal to cap interest rates on home loans at 3%, I'm pretty sure requires changing the constitution more drastically than any party has ever proposed. Like, Clive kind Doesn't of got away... effectively proposed getting rid of the reserve bank yeah, interest yeah, like, 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 it's quite funny to just quietly, as part of like, come on, Clive, propose easily the most radical reform in Australian history. They didn't even say. They didn't even say we will advocate for this in Parliament. They said we're going to cap it. That's going to happen. In fact, it's already happening. If you want to vote for us, go for gold. I mean, this is also the party that their newspaper ads was your next Prime Minister, Craig Kelly, who did not win his seat. Shades of uh, happy birthday to this future president, Hillary Clinton. (laughs) Infamous tweet. Not to draw too much of a comparison between a a Clinton and Craig Kelly, but very funny. No, not at all. Do you know what's hard for me as well, mate? Is as we've litigated on the podcast before, I love the colour yellow. So while I disagree with everything the United Australia Party stand for, driving past those billboards, always for a split instinctive second, I was like, damn though, I do I do love that damn colour. I it is brave. Particularly in terms of like billboards and presentation. You know, and and I'm I'm a I'm a red and black terrorist boy, but there's something about the L and P blue. It's very clean. Like, if you want to give off good economic manager vibes, I think blue is a good call. There's this brilliant young artist in Townsville, uh, like a singer called Matilda, and she nice. put on a single <laughs> launch, put on a, a, a <laughs> Matilda, like, uh, like the Rob Dahl's yeah. book. And uh, opening for it was actually <laughs> Don't know her last Miss Crunchbull. They, uh, they resolved. <laughs> but... But this this girl Matilda had a single launch a few weeks ago, and we a bunch of us went along, and she was brilliant, and she was selling merch afterwards. A, a, very charmingly, her mum was selling merch, and I bought the t shirt. And as you know, mate, sometimes when you buy a t shirt at a gig, it's not easy to see the merch. But you no, can't very really often you get the size and color wrong, but that's okay. Yeah, that's okay. And I took the shirt on, and I was like, oh hell yeah, local music shirt. This is. A, yeah. Despite liking it, I go, that's a great look for me. Just yeah. wearing local artists, show that I'm part of the community. The shirt was blue with yellow text on it. Like her <laughs> name was yellow 
and just and I was like, I might, I'd I might not wear this yeah. till after May fourteen. <laughs> yeah, because it, it, to 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 anything but the most keen of eyes, I really did look oh, like yeah, I was yeah. an LMP canvasser. Yeah. I um something I do just want to say quickly uh, that's been funny. So obviously the headline is you know the LMP particularly in inner city Brisbane really struggled. The Greens uh, won at least two seats. Very narrow battle. Joe Dwyer coming Brisbane. to you from the heart yeah, of the progressive uh, and, and movement in Australia, being heart, being Brisbane. Not just the heart, Henry. I um I live right next door to a polling place. So oh, you so don't like you know. I live and you ran in and just changed, and just all, the changed votes. all the votes. I live, you know, twenty meters away. And you know how on the ABC you can look up how particular polling areas have swung. Like I, I live in a wildly progressive area, and you know what? We shouldn't be too cruel on those backwards rednecks down in Melbourne who struggle to have the right <laughs> opinions and are stupid because of that. You know, we, we, we owe it to educate them because they'd absolutely feel the same way about us Queenslanders. What those soy latte chugging hillbillies <laughs> don't understand <laughs> in, in Newtown and, it, yeah, in places like Brunswick. In, in, uh, in Richmond yeah. and Brunswick and they need to... So I can't even remember the name of these places because they're so agricultural. Mm. I know that's a little yeah, bit of inner, yeah. inner city progressive bias, but I'm like, oh, what's that What's that farmland called? Is it oh, Fitzroy? Yeah, well, uh, is it Fitzroy? Lig- Lig- yeah, on the street, you know, is that where you Lig- get the on street down, you know? Is it? Yeah, I think that's and, where they... And I don't yeah. want to be... How many Mitre Tens are there in Federation <laughs> yeah. Square? And it's so nice to, you know, I heard someone went uh, and saw some rural football between Collingwood and Carlton. <laughs> It's so oh, good to take the game so back nice. to the regions, you know, the MCG. It's really what, wonderful. It's it's quite cute what they do, Joey, is that the big game, they go to the local park. Oh. They just go down to, I think, the, the MCG. We're going down to the MCG. Oh, you know, and they them. all gather. And, and, there's, and it's a bunch of them, and they all know each other. They all yeah. know and, each and, other, and it's, it's a little bit... And in that context, I understand why they feel like they can't be progressive. You know, they're scared. They don't understand, but... But we, mm. you know, the progressive hub of Australia, Brisbane, is ready with open Brisbane. arms. Absolutely. Oh, we, and and what are you, and what I'm open to, Joe Dwyer, what what because not unlike the doors of progress, my mind is open, and I'm happy to take some time, even if anyone from Melbourne listening to this, if you're in the deep heart of the conservative mm. South, mm. being Melbourne, if at any point you want to move back, maybe you were in Brisbane and you went to Melbourne to get some agricultural yeah. credentials under your belt. Or, you went down there to maybe... L- a terribly misguided belief that Melbourne was more progressive and artsy and, and more respectful mm-hmm. of... What, what I'm offering, and, and Joe, you can, you can... It's not true. And if you wanted to join with me, I'm going to offer some one-hour seminars yep. to people in yep. Melbourne to teach them about just, just like Marx... Lennon, yeah, just just, just, just the sit basics. them down. I'll talk them about even about you know poor people do deserve welfare. You know, just that those basic like that. ideas that people in Melbourne have struggled to wrap their head around uh, for some time. Universal now. basic income. Yeah. really happy to, to, to happy to sit because if you're from Melbourne, listening to this and you're going universal basic isn't universal a shoe? What the bam? Mm-hmm. Or you know, I don't even know. Why would we give basic income to a film production company? You know, and that's the sort mm. of mm. you know idiotic stupid question that we have to respect. which we want to help we with. have to respect you know which we want to help with we are we are happy to give our progressive time as brisbaneites we're happy to give our progressive time and we maybe we'll we'll give up a day volunteering down at the wind turbine <laughs> development center we'll maybe we'll, we'll i'll take i'll take a bit of time off what i do here which is just 
picking out bits of rubbish out of streams so they don't end up going to the reef. I'll, yeah. I'm happy to take some time off that to teach people to I'll, teach, frankly, bogans from yeah, Melbourne. I'll take some time what progress looks like away from the uh, fish grooming and poetry factory uh, where we sing Thanks. poems to fish to uh, to help these people out because they need a they need to be set on mm. the right path. Um, tuna that you ha- and it's the singing you want to make sure you're in tuna. Nah. <laughs> you- there it it's is. called it's called singing in uh, tuna. It's called singing in tuna because Henry- sh- not shrill, <laughs> not krill. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, it's not all about the wins though. It's about the losses. Uh, and I just it's not all about winning. <laughs> oh, but but good god, it's not all about winning. But hey, if it wasn't a little bit about winning, I don't think we'd talk about winning uh, so no, much because <laughs> winning is it's a little bit good. It's just a oh, little bit good. A, a winning a winning isn't everything. Mentality doesn't really help. In um in federal elections where there there is literally no points for second place. There's a hole in your bucket, dear. <laughs> uh, oh fuck that! You know what's weird? I saw so much discourse about. Oh, I'm so sick of there's a hole in your budget, dear Labor, dear Labor. I only saw the ad once. It was on YouTube. I don't think you watch free to air TV. That no, I, I I I literally not- I've never been able to access it since I moved out of home. I haven't watched. Actually, I watched the Channel yeah. Seven election coverage. It was pretty good. Oh, they're not slipping it into breaking yeah, bad. I'm going on stand. Um, but uh, <laughs> someone I know who's a uh, who is a I think a fairly prominent young liberal. Um, I think he worked on Julian Simmons' campaign and uh, yeah, put put, a, put up a photo from the Consolation Party for Julian Simmons, <laughs> and the caption to it was just, "We'll be back sooner than you think." And I've seen oh. that from a couple of libs and it's just so ominous it sounds like because i would think they'll be back at the next election like the next i, I think in exactly three years is when they'll vote. run all these guys I think again that is when we will see them back but just the idea that it's like we're gonna kill stephen bates and trigger a by-election and we'll be back sooner than you think it's so ominous and i didn't think that much of it until last night fergus said the exact same thing he was like oh but the libs they'll be back sooner than you think i'm like what's what's the plan here they're starting. They got going? They're gonna. They're gonna do a flash mob on <laughs> yeah, Friday. Yeah, like, they're like, let's save. It's like, oh, that's what we meant. We are. Uh, we choreographed a dance. Yeah. We're doing it at King George yeah, Square. We, yeah, but we will literally be back sooner than you think. You will see us in national news sooner than you. They just mean they're running. They're running for council. <laughs> Julian Julian Simmons is like, oh, I'm just gonna run for. Uh, I know we don't board. have it, but like, yeah, like like P and like PNC committees. School, school, school boards board. and stuff like that. Like, a, oh, yeah, we're going to be back. The school board. It's like, oh man. Oh, we're coming back. Scammer picked up my garbage this morning. He's certainly back sooner than you think. Scott Morrison sold me some smileys <laughs> at school canteen <laughs> and a fused drink because it's not really a soft drink. No, it's no, more it's, of a bubbly it's sort of juice. Like juice, really, which, which yeah. is loaded it's with sort of sugar like juice anyway. that tastes like Coke. Yeah. Uh, now, well, mate, we should. Let, shall we go? Shall we go by the yeah, seat? Yeah, let's go because, seat by seat. Then let's and, go just straight. And just from the outset, we're probably going to talk inner city Brisbane. Oh, if, yeah, if we're I mean, honest, the, the three seats being grouped. Although, although, wanna wanna say, Annika Wells in the seat of Lily, mm. uh, which is quite close to my seat of Brisbane. Like it's its north side neighbour. Uh, yeah. I didn't realise this because I assumed I was driving around there the other day. Um, you know how we talk a lot about basically if an election was decided on the amount of signs on the street, the Greens would have 151 seats in Parliament. Like their yeah. their fans fucking love a sign, but 
Annika Wells fans in Lily, as it's as many Labor signs as I've ever seen. I think particularly Labor voters don't put up signs. Like, they've just won a, you know, close to, if not a federal majority, and I barely saw a sign. Um, well, what, um, what people don't know about the green signs is that they're made of plastic. Mm. So there's, a, there's probably going to be an investigation and, and into that plastic, at some point. Plastic from melted down dolphins. But they melt the dolphins. Grim, what they do? They they what they do is they gather a bunch of dolphins. They're like, "Hey guys, what's up?" <laughs> hey, and, and the dolphins, if they can keep it, if they can keep their bloody hands off each other <laughs> for a second, because we all know like we all know what yeah, dolphins yeah, get up to. Oh, oh crikey! So all the dolphins get together, and then the greens melt them down, and they get a, a big stick yeah, of coal and and, of and, that, and that's how they make their signs. Um, but I don't know why no one's talking. No, seriously, about it. The media has gone silent because it's a teeny tiny double standard. No, yeah. more than a little. Uh, but no, I did just want to say, Annika Wells apparently won her seat with a margin of 0.5% in 2019, and a margin now, 10.5%. Just a massive wow. swing. And, uh, Big and swing. young mother, very cool. Just uh, Well, good on yeah, you, Annika. Thank you, yeah. for, thank you for playing. Yeah, thank you. Headline issues. Well, we'll start with Trevor Evans. Yeah, goodbye. The, see you later, mate. Uh, hopefully there's gold under the conservative rainbow. Yeah. For you, mate. The, I mean, the one advantage of being an outgoing Liberal MP, particularly, is you are likely to then walk into a job where you make a lot more money than you are making as an MP. And I'm absolutely certain Trevor will be living quite comfortably. So yeah. I don't reckon I don't think it's gonna Trevor Evans or Josh Frydenberg are going to be on the street. No. If I, have, no. if I have to be honest And, and they I, don't I have that sort of attacked. lost puppy attitude that Wyatt Roy did when he lost his seat at age 23 after being elected at age 20. Where is Wyatt Roy? I, 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 saw, I still follow him on Facebook just because I'm, like, interested. If, for those who aren't aware, he was a Queensland MP who was a second-year art student and won a seat on the Sunshine Coast. He was voted out after that term. But how old was he? He was 20. Did he? I think he might have done two terms, mate. No, nah, I, th- I thought he just did one. Because I think Turnbull... Yeah, maybe you're right. He definitely... He was so young. He was so fucking young. No, I think I think it's, it was 2013 to 16 is when he was an MP. It's pretty hard to not have an identity crisis when your name sounds like you're questioning your sense of self. <laughs> why at why Roy? At Roy? <laughs> oh, why at Roy? Oh, or no, like right. tagging someone on Facebook. I think he did win too. Yeah, I remember that. Uh, and then he and then he didn't. And, then he did. and that's sort of how politics works. We're learning. You win until you yeah. don't. And then you join a board. And then uh, the board of Greens melting down dolphins hires you, which again, a little hypocritical. Which, a a which little. I, just it's just a little bit. And I'm not saying it's criminal. No. I'm not. I'm not even saying it's wrong. It's just not a good no, look certainly. that the Greens are melting down dolphins. It's just not. A, it maybe just does the, the, they I the get the logic. It's just the optics. Like that. That's that a good point. Better. Um, it's just optics no, is all it is. It's just pure, cold, hard stone Absolutely. optics. Uh, so Trevor Evans uh, has lost the seat of Brisbane as of right now. We don't know who of Madonna Jarrett or Stephen Bates is going to win. Um, I like mm. them both. They both seem good. good. They're creeping. It's, I've been keeping an eye on it, knowing we were going to talk about the federal election in relation to Brisbane this week, mm. mate. And it's a real game of cat and mouse. Mm. These votes, view... they're just one's a few hundred ahead, 
And I don't know who the cat is. I believe the I believe the cat's probably Madonna. I I was about to say the cat's Madonna. I think there's that there's a gendered element to that. Like mom's more just that Labor's a bigger party. No, no, than the cat I mean, is oh, that's true. But I more mean like subconsciously, the fact our instinct is. I mean, it's also we said Madonna and Stephen, which just cat mouse. Um, I think Madonna, I think I think she's Madonna. Madonna the cat has a bit of a cool like. I can yeah, see Madonna's her as the character that Andrew Lloyd Webber. In fact, I can see her Stephen as a character. Is such like a fucking Stuart little mouse name. I'm Stephen the Stephen mouse. Stephen I'm the your mouse. Green, I'm you. <laughs> He's with, like a mouse. My with a father little was really like, cheap <laughs> from Narnia. We need to tax those big corporations yeah, yeah. more. I say. Well, of course you don't like the big corporations, Stephen. You're just a little baby mouse. When has a mouse ever been a CEO, eh, <laughs> Stephen? But then Madonna. But then Madonna, the I can see, is the cat. The, she's like an Andrew Lloyd Webber cat. She's like Madonna, Jared, weighs in your wages. <laughs> oh, meow, meow, meow. Like a number they cut from cats. <laughs> they couldn't find enough room for Madonna the Pooh. Madonna, Jared, she worked for Deloitte, and she'll delight you. <laughs> but that meow, meow, meow. Uh, but yeah, it must be an interesting time to be Trevor because. You're like, well, <laughs> you're like, well, I know I've lost, but I can't really do like. Well, I don't know who beat me specifically. Like, can't even congratulate the winner because like, oh, they well, don't yeah. have one yet. Has it struck you? And I know this is like trends and stuff. I'm not saying there's anything untoward about this. I just did find it watching this. It's like this battle for the seat of Brisbane between Labor and the Greens has been drawn out for yeah, coming up on a week and they've still only counted like 70% of the votes. It, it just, it struck me that it's like, oh, they're happy to call seats with far less of the yeah. vote counted than I thought. They, they basically just get a lot less done on election day than I well, maybe it, in my head more, had conceived. It more strikes me that how rare it is to do a full preference count for a seat, which is basically what they're having to do in Brisbane. Like, like it is exceedingly mm. rare for it to be, you know necessary or even possible to do so anyway, I, I think it's i think it's interesting we certainly don't have like the u.s style constant updates like infrastructure it's very funny that it's basically the abc website like that's it hell yeah but yeah, yeah i'm personally writing them yes, i'm just yeah, having yeah, a get yeah. i'm just trying by hand counting the numbers being like 2000 yeah, oh, lost count. i'll go back to the start okay well we'll see how it goes should we talk about Ryan, I guess we've spoken about yeah, Ryan. Ryan, Ryan, the- um, Ryan, I actually think is the most shocking of them by a mile because that's that's well, that surprised the heck out of me. And even though Michael Burton yeah, was elected yeah. at a but, state but, level, you know, my wire is a little didn't... more narrowly around the student areas, like Brisbane and yeah. Griffith are both basically, you know, among other things, Paddington and West End, enormous young people populations, like it's not. It's not stunning, mm. but Ryan being so. Also, how fitting is it that when we say like blue chip, it generally refers to a liberal seat? It's just yeah. very, very easy. Very neat. Yeah, it's very neat. Um, yeah. I was surprised by Ryan. I was really surprised by Ryan. I thought Julian Simmons would hang on there, mm. usually pretty safe. I think, I, I think it's been again, an LMP seat since its conception in 1975. I, 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 I believe, believe it has as well. Now, that is. Now, moving to where I grew up in Brisbane, Griffith, yeah. th- this was not that surprise. I think it's 
it's seismic. It's not surprising just because we knew it was coming because I can tell you the Greens have been campaigning in Griffith for 18 yeah. months and they didn't stop. And Max Chandler made the round at the last federal election. They put him up at a state election. He ran the campaign for Amy McMahon that got her elected at the state level. I've spoken to him a fair bit when I was at 4BC, just trying to arrange interviews with Green's candidate. He was basically running the entirety of the Queensland Green's media. Oh, yeah. Seems like a lovely, enthusiastic, nice man. Won over a lot of people who I know have never voted Green's before for a fact in Griffith by by sheer force of persuasion and door knocking and there were signs everywhere. It was, I actually think it's what, what we saw in Griffith from the Greens is maybe the best example of a grassroots campaign. Yeah. Now, it's really interesting. In, like, memory. And this, was, this isn't funny. <laughs> this isn't funny for our comedy podcast. Because I was just doing a- it. That was funny what I just said. <laughs> so, there's a lot of uh, empirical literature. If, if everyone could just compose themselves from rolling on the floor laughing, get some element oh, uh, of uh, respect and breath back from, from that whole little two <laughs> minutes little I just bit. did uh, and uh, now uh, listen to Joe's serious yeah, yeah. point. Oh, no. um, there's a lot of empirical literature that suggests door knocking doesn't really make an impact. Um, but it's hard to see how it, didn't hear. I also think like that's very specifically door knocking. If you are just constantly present for 18 months, the impact of just people like, Oh yeah, I, I recognize them. They're familiar. They're not some weird off the deep end lefty party that pops up every three years. I mean, also all the seats that have swung greens got hit very hard by the floods. Yeah. And, and I don't even. The big thing. I don't and even think unpacking Brisbane covered that. And as well. I don't even think that's necessarily a climate change thing, as much as there were green shirts on the ground doing cleanups, really obviously straight away. Like you, you almost just seem more like a community helpers. Yeah, I think in those seats, Canberra. particularly, all three seats were bordering the river. That was the 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 death blow to the coalition in many senses. I mean the. Griffith is slightly less indicative of how fundamentally the parliament is changing. Yeah, to me, Griffith, Griffith went Griffith from being just... la- Griffith went from Labor to the Greens. Yeah, like yeah, it was just yeah. trending. Like it's still, there are still huge parts of Griffith that are very safe Labor working class areas. Like it's not just well, your I kind saw... of because they're about like your Belimbas and stuff are obviously the kind of places that if there was a Teal Independent might yeah, have gone yeah. that way. It's just that Terry Butler has genuinely for six years been invisible. Yeah. In my oh, opinion. yeah. I, I saw a great point made, and again, not very funny, but someone was talking about how a lot of the swing has gone from people who would have voted Liberal to vote Green, like sort of bypassing Labor. And they think a lot of the reason for that is if you've grown up being Liberals good, Labor bad, my team good, other team bad, the Greens and probably the Teals as well are a really acceptable other option. They framed it as like, if you've been a lifelong Carlton supporter, you wouldn't suddenly support Collingwood, but maybe you would support GWS or the Gold Coast Suns. Like, and, and I think I, I think Griffith probably benefited from, yeah, maybe like the more traditional liberal voters all of a sudden going, oh, well, fuck it, we'll go for the Greens. They align closer with my views. Even though Labor might actually align closer with how they think, it's just like, well, I don't want to vote for the other team. And also, yeah, Terry Butler, I don't, I don't know much about politics. Seems a distinctly beatable. Like they really poured so much into being like, like, let's take her on. 
I'd feel kind of. I'd feel kind from, of. From my bad. my sense that I got from her was she was too firmly feet two feet firmly planted in Canberra yeah. and not very focused on local. Whereas Max Chandler made that like his brochure was airline noise. Mm. At, which uh, now, which I'll say airline, airline noise is the most fucking NIMBY issue. Like everyone wants more, but not Matt. Everyone wants more. Not in Griffith. It's just, it's proper. The, the no, 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 second I mean, runway. But I mean like everybody generally wants, oh yeah, more flights, like more development, but nobody wants it to affect them. As in airline noise is, oh, airline yeah, noise yeah, is going to have to affect someone. I guess there, his point, and, and I can't logically rebut this, is how can Sydney, which is definitely our biggest world city in this country, have a 10 p.m. curfew at their airport and it works and we can't? And also he was just saying there's no, there, there seems to be more reason that they can prioritise more planes going out over Moreton Bay than over... Griffith, oh yeah, I yeah. suppose. I mean, it, but again, it's like, hey, here's one, Max. You a pilot, mate? You're gonna get in there and fly those planes? And, and I have what I said at and the candidates. And debate. that's when uh, the shocking twist of Top Gun Maverick came out. That, that actually, <laughs> Max Chandler made this playing the sort of Iceman character. It was Top Gun. It was Top Green Maverick. <laughs> is the and, is the and real if name he of wants film. to use that, he'll have to pay us. As consultants. Uh, now, Max Chandler Mather as well. The other notable thing, Henry. Max Chandler Mather, Elizabeth Watson Brown, previous candidate. You picked Katinka it. Winston Allen. The Greens love a yep. double barreled surname. <laughs> this is a big win. This, this election, if nothing else, is a win for the hyphen. Oh, my God. It is a win for filling out a paper and saying, oh, can I actually have a bit more? Because my last name is that long. They took that hyphen from between their names and they double-barreled uh, their way and, into and Canberra. I, good on them. Like a spear they used. They, they <laughs> honed that hyphen they into a blade. and fucking novel they of a name. stabbed oh. conservative rule right in the bellyache. Yeah. yeah. Shall we talk about Brisbane's election day, mate? Yeah. And this is going to fall on you because I wasn't there. And I, and I should say quickly, seat of Herbert that I live in and the surrounding seats of Dawson Kennedy, no change. Uh, the only change being that George Christensen retired and the mayor of the Whitsundays just became the new now LMP the mayor candidate. Of, so the he mayor won of, LMP retained and then Bob, Bob Cannon. Mayor of Whitsundays sounds like me going, yeah, I'm the premier of beers. Sounds like a made-up yep. fun job. And I'm sure it is. Yeah, I'm the councillor for having a <laughs> yeah, great time. Yeah, seriously, oh, I'm the president of fun around these parts. <laughs> cool. Nah, they work, they, nah, they work really hard, mate. And nah, they're, they're, they're public servants. And they could probably deserve a bit <laughs> yeah, more respect from you. Prime but. Minister, not Anthony. Uh, I actually, yeah, I actually uh, interviewed acting mayor of Bowen, Mike Brunker, yesterday in his office, mayor? and he, I think I just called him councillor. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Yeah. Um, I, I so Brisbane election day, and, and Henry, I'm also interested in your election day experience. My, um, I was, I was house sitting at my parents' house, and the line to vote at Wilston State School had to be two hours long. I've never wow. seen voting lines be this bad before i reckon all of brisbane this election had a shared you know what i'll get in early and i'll beat the crowds and the problem if everyone gets in early if everyone's like you know what i'll go nine before the rush get it out of the way don't have to do it later today the lines were out of control so i did a bit of a i did not the done thing i rocked up look at the line i was like no way but i'd already told myself i wanted a sausage 
What has that gone? You, said, you, you looked at it and I said, no way, not voting this year. <laughs> and you went home. No, I dead said thought about it. of like, oh, can I be bothered? But now, given how tight the race in Brisbane are, is it like... I was going to say, oh, okay, it could come down. It, it could be like in, <laughs> in Veep. It could simply just yeah. come down to you. Um, but, uh, so I, I just got a sausage. And this is a really uh, needless anecdote. But one of the- but you famously one of the great lovers and admirers oh. of the fetishization of democracy oh. and sausage related contents. Oh, mate. Don't get me fucking started on the. I think it was less bad this year. It's been worse in past years. Of got my. Oh, see, sausage. maybe maybe it's a product of the fact that I'm working at the ABC. But oh yeah, yeah, I reckon it's the most well, I've I ever saw- heard of, and I was guilty. I've got to tell you, like every now and again you'd just be scrambling for something to say on air and you'd be like, and that election coming up on May 21. And I think the uh, best part of it for many of us is looking forward to that sausage, isn't it? one three hundred six three zero triple two. the best sausage you've ever got at a store. I think part of it for me. Do you put, do you put American mustard on the sausage or is that on Australian? one three hundred six three zero. You can text the text line over eight seven double nine three triple two. I think part of it for me is I like cook a sausage on bread to eat relatively often. Like, it's not just like this, mm. oh my gosh, bunny. If sausages are the measure, you are the most democratic no, man in the world. Democracy. But um, I, I also, Adam, Adam Leor, you know, the celebrity chef, who yeah, yes. uh, well renowned for sporting some shocking takes on Twitter, uh, was like, he was like, yeah. I love that voting is compulsory in Australia. So the only reason we have sausage sizzles is not to incentivize people to vote. It's because we love sausages and that's beautiful. And someone was like, you don't send your kids to a public school that happens to have fundraisers, Adam, do you? Because the yeah. point of the can sausage I, can... is to fundraise yeah. because it's usually churches and schools that are election. Even the, friends, even the friends of mine that I voted with, one of them goes, oh, is the sausage not free? Oh, and no, I was no. like, Henry, Sylvia that's not even a dumb thing. That's she not even like, a dumb oh, thing to I say. The I thought it was free. She was like, I thought it was to incentivize you to vote. I'm like, no, it's not. It's unrelated. It's not. Because it's compulsory. You have to do it. The, the, the incentive to it's vote fine. is not getting fined. That's like being like, and if you uh, drive yeah, home today yeah. and wear your seatbelt and don't text, we'll give you, we will give you yeah, a sausage. Yeah, no, the the point, if, the if you at any point in your life managed, if you throughout your life managed to not kill a human <laughs> yeah. being, the judge will give you a few sausages at, at the, the end. end of your life. No, it was... The incentive is the punishment. Yeah, the reason it happened, it's not even to celebrate democracy. It's because it's one of the few chances schools and churches get to have a captive audience. Like my mum's church is a polling mm. booth and they're like election day bake sale, like where they sell cakes and jams and everything is easily their biggest fundraiser. It's just so funny mm. how many people, and it's, I've finally found a way the democracy sausage discourse has been damaging is yet yeah, the amount of people who are like, I thought it was free. The government, they think it's free. They think it's, a, they think it's a reward. A nationwide meal for everyone, which. <laughs> I was like, no, mate, they're doing it. You're, you're funding the new swings. <laughs> Yeah, you're funding, you know, are the under under sixes soccer trip or whatever, which is fun. Um, I was about to say you're funding like Father McLaren's court case, but we have been pulled up on just how many Catholic church jokes were made during the 100th live episode. So I won't make that joke, despite I think it being quite a good one Mm -hmm. in the context of that conversation. Flip side, it'd be weird for a Catholic school. I guess a Catholic primary school would have a fundraiser. It'd be odd going to like actually. I mean, all jokes. Are, imagine, imagine, imagine if a priest was like had to go to court, and they're like, "We're going to throw a barbecue <laughs> fundraiser, <laughs> to pay for his the, lawyers." The sausages are themed. 
uh, get a banger in your mouth. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, but just keep him, just keep him alive. I took, a very, <laughs> I took a very high risk, Henry. So I paid my money mm. and they go, Oh, we're out of sausages. Sorry. We're just cooking. You know, they're all on the Barbie being cooked. Uh, and they were like, we'll give you one as soon as they're ready. And I was like, Oh no, because what they do at sausage sizzles when they're stressed is they pull the sausages a little bit before they're ready and you get a slightly raw sausage. Mm. And I was like, I don't want to fucking, I'd rather leave, but I'd already paid. So what I did is I just went and basically hid from the stall. I hid around the corner <laughs> until I was like, okay, they'll definitely be really well cooked by now. Came back, got an almost blackened one. Perfect. I think, <laughs> I think a sausage and a sausage sizzle should be almost inedibly burnt. It should be like... I, I ask I ask for it medium rare. Yeah, you wanna well you you love a bit of food poisoning, don't you, Hen? You uh It's a great way to look how do you think I lost all this weight in terms of um but yeah, uh, but anyway, I ended up ironically I ended up driving back to my house, uh like the chair house, which right next door was a polling booth that had no line, which was great. Um but no sausage sizzle at all. So I was very glad I got my sausage first, but free coffees like from a barista. The Ithaca Church polling booth was doing free made to I think made to order barista coffees. Crikey. Which would have been really expensive. That good on them. That feels it doesn't feel wrong because I guess it's not like the the Labour Party are putting on no, free coffees. No. That that would obviously be a problem. But if it's just in fact the, in church, fact, the church had very strict uh no campaigners or campaign materials in the bounds of the church. So it was actually some of the least harassed I've ever been by how to votes. Cause as soon as you walk into church grounds, brother, there's only one way to vote. You took them all. Sorry. You broke up a little there, Henry. Cause I knew how I was, I knew how I was. Oh, voting um, you, oh sorry. Oh, I had to vote cards. Uh, I don't system. follow them at all. Yeah. Uh, also, no, I don't follow them, but do you, t- I take um, them all. No, a, because not. I don't want to hurt the no, feelings not. of the party I am voting for, but B, False hope. I want to give a bit of a wink to the people I am voting for, but then B, I want to just deprive the party I don't like of resources. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like it. Um, like that's, that's one less. No, They've got I, one I, less. I, I, don't, I don't usually take them. Um, I'm pretty sure I was reading about it because I was interested. I think it's only about 40% of people who actually follow them. Um, and guess, actually, guess which party has by far and away the least following of the how to vote cards like guess which vote type of voter greens by mile i think it's like 13 percent. it's funny because you know you see people be like oh but actually the greens preference these people it's like greens voters like i know people like people do greens one liberals two and that's not that's not on the how to vote card well mate to disagree strongly with one frog initial k it is easy being green. Not hearing much of that from Ant. Oh, also, why is no one saying this? Who has a great election? The Greens. Who's the guy bloody tallying most of the votes? Um, Anthony And Green. who's the Prime Minister now? Excuse Anthony me. Albanese. Uh, excuse me. I'm just saying. It's okay to no ask connecting questions. these dots. You know. It's, it's, oh, it's fine. It's encouraged. I can say I'd love to Adam ask Ben questions. is murdering dolphins for fucking campaign signs. And it's okay to ask that question. <laughs> 
And we are in Brisbane right now. Boom, baby. Mate, I guess, do we ask the question about... Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Let's, uh, let's just do it casually, though. Okay. Does democracy fuck? Yeah, absolutely, man. Democracy is so sick. Yeah, it does. Yeah, and Queensland fucks and, and Brisbane fucks because... Yeah. And this obviously, uh, this, you know, we've obviously probably hinted heavily which party we are happy about getting up. Mm, oh, I have. And, oh, I, oh, is that... <laughs> well, I'm excited yeah, and I'm as hopeful as I've been in a long time. And I think that's because of Brisbane. What are you hopeful for? Free <laughs> chocolate at the movies. Oh, I'm that was that was that was Albo's <laughs> policy, wasn't it? Yeah, I didn't really uh, pay attention, but apparently there was going to be two ply toilet paper in the bathroom. So I assume it's basically <laughs> the same as the school election. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't really following, but it's basically uh, Fast and the Furious is on TV every night, isn't it? And the movies channels come with every package on Foxtel now, so we don't have a Dwyer situation oh, no. where we can't, we watch, the can't movies. watch movies. But you can watch a lot of sport. That's the policy, but, right? Man, you can't watch rugby because it's on fucking Stan Sport. Over it. Universal Basic Foxtel. Uh, Mate, well, I reckon that'll just about do like it. So I think we've basically summed up the election. Green's supporters being like Universal Basic Bitches. Like, is that is that something? That's fun. Universal basic incest. Do with that what you will. <laughs> when, when, the, when, like, when like Tazzy with a yeah, green yeah, set yeah. eventually, oh, or something. Uh, okay, that'll be funny. All right, mate. Well, I've got to run. Yeah. I've got to go hang and on, I'm gonna, do some stand-up comedy. Well, it's a city on a river, and don't you ever forget it, kid. Well, well, Green's voters didn't forget it, kid, did uh, they? Well, Henry, the uh, probably the best preparation for your stand-up comedy has been this rib-ticklingly. Relentlessly <laughs> funny episode of Unpacking Bruce. This old ball Our buster here. Ability to mock all sides of the political spectrum, except for the ones mm. we agree with, is unparalleled. Self-deprecation only works when you when you do it to people who you disagree yeah, with, I, and the ability and that sort we of have to speak truth to power is second only. To mm. the ABC, who and that's what Payne Haas yeah. taught all and of what us. What Payne Haas taught us is, and what Payne Haas taught me today is it <laughs> enough? So good, I have a million. <laughs> what Payne Haas taught me is that if a team's winning and you're doing well in it and you're getting paid, always leave, always, always rock the boat, always try yeah, to leave. Or, Did you see the statement that came yeah, out before? Like, they were just like, absolutely, we're not, we're not even going to entertain. Yeah, we're not entertaining a release. You contracted to 2024. <laughs> We're not going to entertain it. We're not even going to juggle for it. Because also, we're not going to sing. I mean, also, again, we're not a sports podcast, but also, it's a we're not a lot of podcasts. Great, it's a great, but, call, but it doesn't it's stop a great us. calling of his bluff. Because all of a sudden, if he starts playing like crap, then he devalues his own value. If he decides, mm. you know what, fuck the Broncos, I'm going to play like crap for the next two years. Kevin drops him and he plays reserve grade or whatever. Then in two years' time, the Roosters like, oh well, do we want to sign the guy who's got a terrible attitude, like? Do we just want this Logan South magpie? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he is, and of course he transforms into a magpie. <laughs> uh, uh, anyway, he's like, I don't know, guys. We, I don't think we want him in the dressing room. He might swoop. Anyway, stand up comedy for you, Henry, and uh, and yeah, grilled man. or a home cooked meal for me tonight. I'll keep everyone posted. I'm going to get a lamb and Guinness pie. I had, mate, I, had at... a, I had a lamb and mint pie at Hope and Anchor. That's not oh, it was fantastic. Yeah. It was delicious. Awesome. I'm, I'm really so big good. on. Um, but it was funny uh, having a friend back from England and going to the most English pub in Brisbane. Hey, in the in the middle of the progressive heartland. Absolutely true. Anyway, enjoy your comedy. Oh, I'll uh, upload Lovely this to episode see you in a couple months' time. <laughs>
<laughs> to keep up this trend. Oh, goodness. Chat to you in December, <laughs> guys. Till soon. Bye.